remember, there is 12 uh, tribes. He said, you can go back where the land is yours, and then you have, uh, you, you have to live a life according to what the Word of God said. We, we know that Joshua died, and the next one is Judges. Forty years that they live a life which the Bible said that be careful to live a life. Don't turn to the left, don't turn to the right. Exactly what the Word of God said. But you know, the people of uh, Israel, or Christian people, people of God, they live a life while when Joshua is there and there is an elder, they live according to what the Word said. But when Joshua died and the elders died, Israelites go back to what they are doing. There, there is, a, when I read Judges 1 to 4 to 5, they go back to what they are doing. Now, you know the number one sin during Old Testament is idolatry. That people wants to worship Baal and, and uh, wooden things. That's, that's the, the people, the Israelite people did. And today, tonight, I am reading Judges um, chapter 6. In the beginning of Judges, the people is doing what they want to do. They want immorality. The people should not recognize what is really. And they are living in spiritual poverty. They are living in spiritual poverty. And they continue to worship the Baal without regard, the holy nature of God. His intimate love for them, therefore, he allowed them to go through time of testing. You know why sometimes in the book of Judges, I have four principles that uh, until chapter 6 that God raised up Gideon, the son of Joas. There is a four principle there that people of God, God cannot continue the people. If his people is in sin, he cannot allow it without penalty or without, uh, without, um, there is no my, God doesn't allow people to continue living without uh, any consequences in their wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. in, in, in the book of Judges, it says that he 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 do the thing is with the message is like God changes people. You know, uh, God loves Israelite, and God loves us. And he will not allow us to continue in the wrongdoing without any circumstances in our life. That's why in the first thing in Gideon, the principles, the uh, perspective of Gideon, God allow problems. <laughs> you know, when, when I read the, uh, chapter 6 of, uh, of uh, Judges, chapter 6, in verse 1 it says, then the sons of Israel did what evil in the sight of the Lord. And the Lord gave them into the hands of the Midian seven years. The power of the Midian prevailed against Israel. 
because the Midian, the son of Israel, made themselves the den which were in the mountains, in the caves, in the stronghold. So, uh, if the children of God really did the wrong thing, he allowed people to do things to us. Look at there in chapter, in verse 6, the Israelite was brought very low because of the Midian, and the son of Israel cried out to the Lord. Sometimes in our life, whether we like it or not, the Lord is at work. The Lord is at work. We don't really sometimes recognize, we don't like, we are not willing to cooperate with the Lord, but God is working. God allowed problem to call our attention. In our circumstances now, God, whoever are you, you are a leader, you are a church goer, God allowed problem in our circumstances to get our attention. It's not only that, it doesn't mean we have problem, we are in sin. It doesn't mean. But God allow it to sanctify us. To make us, to clear us, or to whatever in our life. Whatever in our life. So our response is, if we really, for the better, to make us better or bitter. Because sometimes when problem attack us, sometimes we don't know how to react. We react negative or we react positively. Mm -hmm. You know, when sometimes when we have problem, we can ask God, Lord, what is really the problem? Why it happened to us like this? Why? Because the people of, of Israel said, Lord, they cry out to the Lord, yeah. but they are doing something not good in the sight of God. Yeah. And, so, and since God loves us so much that he doesn't allow us having a sin without circumstances. So we have to assure it's the Israelite is the people of God. We are the people of God. If we are living in sin, God doesn't allow us to go continuously living that we are not doing right. He allows problems in our life. In Verse 6, God said, God brought them very low. It means sometimes that some, if we read the story of the Gideon in uh, chapter 6 of Judges, some of the Israelites died. So we don't, if we are really children of God, we don't wait until we are very, very, very low. Yeah. It means very, very low that our life is too until the end of our life before we recognize what is really God wants us to do in this life. We don't witness. In uh, Hebrews 12, we will, we will read what is really in New Testament support, why we have problem. Why, why we have problem. Hebrews chapter 12, 5 and 6. We will do a lot of reading. In Hebrews 12, chapter, uh, verse 5 and 6 said, And you and you have forgotten the exhortation, the exhortation which I address to you as sons. My son, do not regard lightly the discipline of the Lord, nor faint when you are 
reproved by him. For those whom the Lord loved, he disciplined, and he scourged every son whom he received. So it means in our life, we are not surprised that we have problems. And it says, it says also in 7, 8, 9, it says, It is for the discipline that you endure. God deals with you as with son, as his son. For what son in there whom his father does not discipline? But if you are without discipline, of which all you have partakers, then you are illegitimate children, not a son. Furthermore, we have earthly father to discipline us, and we respected them. Shall we not much rather be subject to the father of the spirit and live? Then it says, For they discipline us for a short time, it seems that best for them. But he disciplined us for our good, so that we may share his holiness. And the, the last thing is, if we have problems and all discipline is not moment seems not to be joyful, but sorrowful. Yet, to those who have been trained by it, afterwards, it yield a peaceful fruit of righteousness. So in our life, it's really, it's really, um, uh, what do you call that, easy or, or it's not surprised if we have problem in our life. Yes. And then how we respond it, we have to bring it, Lord, what is really meant why there is something in my life like that? Yes. Like this happening. Because it says that if you are in sin and you don't have really problems, so you have to ask yourself, are you really the son of God? Because God disciplines his children. Yes. If we know that we are in sin and we don't have discipline, I think uh, our our relationship with God is uh, is questionable. God always disciplines His children yes. in order for our good. It says that for our good. Afterwards, it yields the peaceful fruit of righteousness. So, if I am a mother, I cannot discipline your children. I have to discipline my own. You have to discipline your own children. That's what God wants. So if we are the sons of God, God discipline us. God discipline us. The second perspective of Gideon is not only that God allow problems in the lives of the believer, in the lives of a Christian. God also sees our potential. God the Father know how, how come we become in God, in um, how we become, what is our potential in Him, in His, in His glory. Yes. In Judges 6, 12, it says, The angel of the Lord appeared to him and said to him, The Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. This angel of the Lord showed to Gideon. Gideon God raised Gideon to save Israel because Israel is crying out to God. It says, he said that, Lord, did you really forget us? But God said, when we read, who is Gideon? Gideon is a farmer. And he said, 
he appeared, the Lord is with you, O valiant warrior. Valiant warrior is like brave, courageous. It means in Tagalog, you are not, hindi ka duwag, matapang ka. Oh, oh. Yeah, brave. In other words, it's brave. And how the angel of the Lord tell Gideon that you are valiant warrior? Because he is a farmer. He is a farmer. And Gideon is not an army. He don't go to war yet. Why the angel of the Lord said to him, you are a valiant warrior. You know, God, people, judge people according to what we see. God sees us that people cannot see. How come the angel of the Lord tell Gideon you are a valiant warrior? That he is not an army. He is, he is a coward. He is just ha hiding in the in the farm. That's what in in Gideon perspective in Judges it says God sees our potential. God knows what is behind in our life. What is the inner in our life? Because we people, we are only judging according what we see. Oh, she is good because she is good in singing, she is good in talking, she might be a good thing. But God sees behind. Yes. God sees our inner. Yes. God sees our potential in Him. Mm -hmm. What what you become in His in Him. Yes. In verse 13 it says. Then Gideon said to him, O Lord, if the Lord is with us, why then has all this happened to us? And where are all the miracles which our father told us about? Saying that, did not the Lord bring us up from Egypt? But now the Lord has abandoned us in giving us to the hand of Midian. When we read that uh, um, Judges 6 or, or chapter 5, we know that the Midian is really hurting the Israelites mm -hmm. until some of them is died and yes. really. And Gideon said, you said, Lord, if you are with us, what happened to our life? Sometimes we are like that. We are going to church and we, we follow you, Lord, why it happened to us? Then in verse 14, it says, the Lord looked at him and said, Go in this sure strength and deliver Israel from the hand of Midian. Have I not sent you? 15. He said to him, O Lord, how shall I deliver Israel? Behold, my family is a least, is a least Manasseh, and I am the youngest in my father's house. We feel sometimes, as a Christian, if God is talking to us, we feel that we are not capable or we are not adequate. How come you tell me, Lord, there are some people higher than me, the education is higher than me, the, they are, uh, I am just this poor, I am just these things that I don't know how to do. Why me? God always sees the quality of his children. Yes. You know that um, in Gideon's personality, he is humble. He is humble. Yes. How can I do this, Lord? 
I am only this this uh, low. I am the this uh, younger of in my family. Why me? Yeah. God always loved the humble people who oppose the proud. Yeah. We know yes. that. In in uh, in what verse uh, we know that that always. I mean it. We we look at God that we feel we cannot. God do something in order to this up these people. Yes. Amen. But yes. God, you know, sometimes God, if uh, what is that the oh, the verse I will say, God uses really the humble people, ordinary people. When we look at the Bible, um, God used Noah, Jonah, yes. uh, Rahab before in a, in a Esther. prostitute. Ordinary people. God uses Paul, the killer, the uh, killer of the of the Christian. God uses I David. Know. Everything. God uses, uses ordinary Sarah. people. We know how how God uses if we humble ourselves. Yes. Yes. In verse in uh, Judges six verse sixteen it says, but the Lord said to him. Surely I will be with you, and you shall defeat Midian as one man. God always assured us, surely I will be with you. The thing, the thing is, our sufficiency is only for God, from God. We cannot do anything. If God promised us that I will be with you, we have to do to embrace it, we have to know it that God promised us and He will perform it. Mm -hmm. The only question is, are we with God? If we, if God is with us, are we with God? Work in progress. <laughs> in uh, that uh, other principle that uh, in New Testament that support is First Corinthians one twenty six. We will. Read First Corinthians. First Corinthians one twenty six. It says. For consider your calling, brethren, that there were not many wise according to the flesh, not many mighty, not many noble. But God has chosen the foolish things of the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen the weak things of the world to shame the things which are strong. So that, so that no man may boast before God. It says there in, in 28, And base things the world and despise God has chosen, the things that are not, so that he, ma he may nullify the things that are, so that no man may boast before God. So we cannot really... Uh, make ourselves uh, to God or, or, or we cannot be proud of what we have in our life. 
God uses it to shame. God uses the weak to shame the strong, and God uses the the the, the foolish things to to do the wise. So our 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 we look people differently. We as human we we look people differently, but God knows really what is in Philippians also. We can read um, Philippians one six. One six says, For I am confident of this very thing that he who began a good work in you will perfect it until the day of Christ Jesus. It means if God really has a plan for us, I mean, if we receive Christ as our Savior, God has already a plan for our life. Sometimes we just go our own way, we do what what we want to do, but God already, I mean it that we respond to the call of God. God said, I will I will uh, continue it or I will perfect it. I will pursue it until the day of Christ. It means continually God is working in our life. God is always at work in our life. Then it's not only that God allow problem and God sees our potential. Number three, God trains us. God doesn't want to become a warrior of him without training. God trains us progressively. It's, he trains us step by step. In Judges 6, 25 and 26, Christian or to be used by God, 
we have to remove uh, idol in our life. Sometimes uh, during Old Testament, the idol is wooden, wooden or craft or gold or or silver. At this in the in our in our time, our idol is money. Oh yeah, family. Uh, prestige. Yeah, yeah, all our idol. But you know, but you know why? We have to make sure that if we obey God and follow God, we remove all these things. That, but the hardest thing to detect in our life as an idol is ourselves. Oh yes, ourselves. Sometimes we are very self-centered. That we cannot detect. It's we cannot detect our own self because we think we are okay with God, but it's in us. That is the hardest things. What is really an idol? I read in Lloyd Jones. It says an idol is anything in our life that occupy a place that should only occupy by God. In our heart, what is in our heart that occupy in our heart that only occupied by God? Children, the temptation. Idolatry. I I read that idolatry from Bill Gafford. It says that trusting people, possessions, position to do for us that only God can do. We trust in our material things. We trust in money. We trust for our future that God only can put us secure. You know, in this life, in this life, money market is up and down. So, idolatry, idolatry. We put the trust, too much trust in the things that is around us. Rather than God, only God can give us all of these things. You know, self-centeredness sometimes when we say, God wants me to be happy, so I have to buy this, I have to buy that in order for me to become happy. I have to do, in order to live a happy life, I have to get out of this house to look for a man that makes me happy. That is, that is a, Self-centeredness. Self, yeah. Self-centeredness. Yes, God wants us to be happy, but happiness without God is nothing. Happiness without God is nothing. It means happiness only you can acquire happiness through the holy living. Yes. Holy living. Yes. All of these things very very attractive to us that we can be happy for what things that we can grab. I want this because that fills me happy. Yes. That fills me happy. I want to do this and I want to buy this to make me good, feel good and very beautiful. But yes, it stay for a while, but at the end, still, you cannot satisfy. Only, only God can satisfy our longing. Only God. So things is, 
Yes, God wants us to become happy. Yes. God, God doesn't want us to live in this life and become a, a terrible in, in every day in our life. He wants us to be happy. But apart from Him, there is no happiness. Amen. Apart from God. We, or we experience, we do that. We have a happy life. We get something, anything else. But what if we are away from God? That is really self, self-centeredness self in us that we only look at in ourselves. Holiness is the byproduct of what we are doing. In, in uh, happiness is the byproduct of what we live a life that we to God. Yeah. Now, it's not only that God trains us progressively. In order to become a progressive, first we have to remove the idol in our life. We cannot be effective with the things that it's in our heart. How we can fill our heart with the word of God and with the spirit of God if we are full by ourselves. And number four perspective of Gideon, he said, God partner with us. It means with our partnership with God, we cannot go anywhere. It means when it says partner, partner, it's not 50-50. Maybe God is 90, I am 10 because I have to obey him. In Judges, in Judges uh, 6, 36, 37. God said, oh, then Gideon said to God, if you will deliver Israel through me, if you really want Lord to use me, as you have spoken, behold, I will put a fleece of wool in the dressing floor. If there is on the place only and it is dry on all the ground then I will know that you will deliver Israel through me as you have spoken then you know why sometimes we are looking for confirmation it's not it's not bad that Lord we ask for confirmation because sometimes if we really to avoid presumptuous, we always presume or something that, you know, oh, I, I believe God uh, wants me to do this. We need confirmation. Gideon asked God for confirmation. It's not, it's not wrong asking God for confirmation because if God really wants to use you, he will confirm. Yeah. He will confirm. Mm-hmm. And it says here, it says in, ver- in verse 37, it's, and also 40, did God sow that night that it was dry on the flesh and the dew was all over the ground? He said, Lord, if really to confirm, this is this place in the middle is wet and around that is wet. So how come this is dry? So God confirmed that Gideon really saved Israel. And in Gideon 7, two it says, and the Lord the, oh, verse 4, 7, 4. The Lord said to Gideon, The people are still too many, and bring them. It says that God wants God wants to partner with us in our in our walk with Him. Wants us to partner, and we want us to obey. And in when I see the in I read the story of Gideon, Gideon wants to deliver Israel. And so many, many enemies. 
when you read it, that it says it counts like 135,000. God, God assured Gideon that I will deliver Israel through you. Through you. And he said, Gideon already acknowledged and he has confirmation. And he said that is because God's strategy is different from our strategy. God wants us to listen and obey. So he wants us to remove the, the idol first in our life. And then we, Gideon said, oh, let me know, Lord, if you really use me because I don't want really, I don't want. And God confirmed it through the fleece. And then in, in Judges in that in Judges 7 to Gideon choose 30 men in order to fight this 135,000 people. If you are a warrior or if you are an army, if I have 30 people, 300 people only, and you have my enemy is 135,000. <laughs> what is the ratio of fighting? Sometimes if you are in military, you know that one enemy, how many, uh, five enemy, one police, or, or 10 enemy, there is how many police will run. They, God said, you choose 300 people and you fight the enemy. And God said, 300 is too many. And Gideon said, too many, and 135. So reduce, reduce. First is 10,000, then it reduced to the 300. If you are Gideon, you will be discouraged. Yes. Because so many people around you, and then you are only 300. Mm -hmm. But because of God assured you, the assurance is ours. Yes. The only thing is you have to listen and obey what, and let God do the rest. Yes. If you continue the story, the battle plan of God, God said your your um, it's not a sword, it's a trumpet, and it's like Joshua, you will blow a horn. Trumpet and a torch. And then all the people when they blow, God set set the time, the day, and Gideon follow. And the rest is history. Mm -hmm. Then they win, they win the battle. The thing is, Christianity, always if we want to use by God, we have to remove the idol in our hearts yes. in order to become effective, then follow God. Yes. Ask for confirmation, follow God, and then ask for confirmation, and let God do the rest. Amen. In closing, are we like Gideon too? It is a process. This is a long time doing things in order to become uh, Gideon, uh, oh, yeah. overcome this, uh, let Israelite out in the hands of the Midian. It's a process in order to be used by God. So we have to acknowledge ourselves. If we have problem today, ask God, why God, I am encountered this. Sometimes in our family, sometimes in our financial problem, sometimes in our health. But be assured that if we respond according to what God says to us, God will enable us to overcome. <coughs> Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for your word that assured us, Father. If we only depend in you, Lord Jesus, 
Thank you for the opportunity, giving us opportunity, Father, to walk in your sight, Father God. We thank you for this night. Help us, Lord, to understand your will in our life. Help us, Lord Jesus, to do the will what you have planned in us, the one you started in us, Father. Thank you for this night, Father. Be with us, Father, all of us, and help us to be strong in you, Lord God. That we are not looking to the enemies, we are looking at you, Father. Thank you for the opportunity of life, Father God. Tonight, Father, covered us with your protection. Away from anything, danger, Lord. Away from the enemy, Father. Away from anything that can hinder our life, Father God. Thank you, Jesus, for your provision. Thank you for the strength we have. Thank you, Father God, for this night. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Go out and look for <laughs>